Welcome to the very first episode of the Lift with Leah podcast. It's going to be covering everything that I want to I want to put across that is going to help you level up all aspects of your life. So that covers more of a holistic approach. So everything from a mindset perspective, you know, things to help you out with becoming more happier generally in your day-to-day life things that are going to help you feel more confident and sharing the tips that have got me from where I was uh, a few years ago which is a very different place to where I am now I want to be able to share that and talk through my experiences what I've learned along the way Um, and also just give you an insight into the things that I focus on within my coaching and to help my clients improve their lives as well um so yeah that's essentially what the podcast is going to be about I've got so many things planned already that I want to share and I'm really really excited to fully get stuck into this so in terms of me like I said I initially started out on Instagram and when I think back to when I first started my Instagram page so I was at uni, so I was maybe 21 years old, um, had just started uni, um, I actually studied sport and exercise science at uni, and essentially I I got to the point where I was relatively into, into fitness, and we'll go back a little bit further because I have not always been into fitness, I was very much a not, not fitness related person before, before uni, um, back a, a few years ago. But when I was at uni, I started this fitness page, okay, and I thought, right, I'm going to make this fitness page. I'd seen other girls on Instagram who I followed, who I really looked up to and admired, and I thought, I want to do that. I want to be able to help people and put across my story and, you know, what has helped me. So I made this Instagram page, and for so long, I kept this page private. So it was a completely private page. Like, I wouldn't let anyone that requested to follow me that I knew no, they they would not be following that account. And every time someone found it that I knew, I massively freaked out. And it got to the point. So I swam at uni, right? I, I was on the I was on the swimming team, a competitive swimmer. And it got to the point where everyone on the swimming team found out about this account. And I literally wanted the floor to swallow me up. So when I get girls come to me and they're like, I'm so not confident, like I I really lack self-confidence. I completely get that because I promise you, I've been there myself. I've been in the position where, you know, if anyone saw anything that I was doing that was fitness related or, you know, a selfie in the gym or some training or what I was eating, I would literally freak out. (laughs) That's how it started. And I'm at the point now where obviously that is, you know, how I get my clients. That's my job essentially is, is partly down to Instagram. So the transformation over that time frame has been absolutely huge and I've changed so much as a person as well over those years. So let's go right back to the beginning. Let's go right back now and kind of pick things up from the very, very start. So let's go through my journey so far. I basically, back in the day, I was someone who was really not good at sport and I think a lot of people who are coaches have either been through like a life-changing experience themselves and like transform their lives and then want to help other people do the same or they've come from like a very fitness heavy background and it's just kind of fallen into their life path if that makes sense so I was one of those people at school who was just really not the sporty type so I um 
I was the music kid at school, right? So I played piano. I used to, you know, I was the, I was the one that was good at music. So I wasn't really that into fitness at all through school. And then when I was in secondary school, um, one of my friends at the time actually swam. And, you know, when you're younger, you just want to do everything that your friends are doing, don't you? So I joined in the swim team and I actually was so bad at the start. I I was um, 12 when I started swimming. So relatively late for anyone that's, you know, into swimming. Most swimming kids start when they're like really young. So I joined the swim team and I was in a lane with kind of kids that were like five six years younger than me and this just this was me when I was younger with sport down to a T um so I got into swimming and I actually got pretty good relatively fast so I like threw myself into that and I basically managed to progress relatively quickly with swimming and I actually worked up to national level swimming so managed to build things you know right up to a a pretty high level and by the time I was like 14 years old I was competing at nationals so that was my first experience within sport as such um and that carried on all the way into uni right up to when I was 18 19 20 all the way through uni I was still swimming competitively so that's initially what got me into sport and into fitness and into exercising essentially so when I was actually swimming okay I I joined a little bit late and I had this thing where I didn't really feel like I fit in very well at all I was and I only really realized this looking back now very very scared about what other people would think and wanting to fit in and I think looking back I got pushed around a lot within the sport within the group of girls that were you know that I was training with at the time um at the higher level and honestly it just it just really put me off at the time um I just didn't feel like I just didn't feel like I was a part of it very much so I guess you know coming from that I was just really scared about what other people would think and not fitting in and all that sort of thing. So I wasn't someone that was massively confident. And I do think looking back to when I was younger, I was quite a shy person and I wouldn't put myself out to be, you know, the center of the room or to be, you know, seen. And I think that's why when this Instagram first came out, I was literally mortified about what the other people would think about me and, you know, scared about what do they think? Do they think I look silly? Um, and it, like I said, it wasn't until much later down the line and I got to the point where now I don't really care, to be honest. I, I do it for me. I do it to help people. There's going to always be someone out there who has something bad to say. And I literally say this to my clients all the time. Someone will always have something negative to say, whatever you do. So you may as well do what is going to make you happy at the end of the day and what is going to give you that fulfillment. So yeah, that's essentially how I got into fitness. And I grew up um, in a, you know, pretty normal family, younger sister, um, and yeah, then got into swimming. So I grew up in like the Midlands, Central England, obviously went to school nearby with all my friends, um, went to sixth form, and obviously throughout that time was swimming kind of And I'm talking, when I say swimming around school, I'm talking like getting in the pool at half five in the morning before school, going swimming for two hours, going to school. Mum would get up, take me swimming in the morning. And I'm very, very grateful that I was, um, you know, brought up in 
a family that where my parents would take me to these sorts of things and really supported me with every single goal that I've had and I think that's translated over to now with the bodybuilding like I have such a supportive family with everything that I've ever wanted to do in regards to sport or you know music or bodybuilding now like there's never been one bad word said and there's always been so so much support even with my business now like I have the best support in the world and that has massively massively helped me get to where I am today I think um and you know having that support is one of the best things that that was there for me when I was younger so as I was saying I yeah so I grew up I got into swimming and that was really the first (laughs) the first taste if you like of fitness for me um I wasn't a team sport person it just you know wasn't a strong point shall we say so I I was getting up in the morning I was getting up I was going swimming at half five in the morning I was going swimming again after school um you know so I didn't really have an amazing social life through um through school through sick form because I spent most of it in the swimming pool essentially (laughs) So I I then decided when I was at sixth form, I, I got a little bit more, um, I was actually into the music side at this time. So I was studying music at, at school at sixth form um, and I didn't really know where I wanted to go with life. And I feel like a lot of people feel like this when they're younger, um, you know, you're 18 and you kind of put out into the world and you have to figure out what you want to do. Um, and I was torn between wanting to go down the music route and wanting to go down the down the sport and the fitness route. And I was yo-yoing back and forth for such a long time. I actually left sick form at one point and went and changed completely and then came back again. So it was all very messy around this time. And I think I just had no idea what I wanted to do. Um, I ended up actually going to going to university and studying a sport and exercise science degree. So by this point, I was 18 years old and I got into uni, basically. So I went, I moved to Sheffield. Um, I was 18, moved to Sheffield and went and studied sport and exercise science at university. So when I moved to uni, I moved into halls, as most people do. And this, for me, was where I felt like I really you know came into my own like I was surrounded by such an amazing group of people I had amazing friends at uni I had a course that I loved I was swimming um, and this is when I started getting into the gym a little bit more as well and I'm gonna be honest I didn't really feel like I got my confidence until I started getting more into the fitness side of things so a lot of people always ask me like how did you get into bodybuilding like how did you start you know lifting and things like that and it was from um you know, when I was at swimming, some of the some of the support we got with with swimming at university was strength and conditioning training. So anyone that comes from a sport background will have seen like you get S and C support when you get um, onto like a sport team that's like a high level sports team. So I was doing a little bit of weight training at university, and this was like my first time really doing proper structured weight training. So we started doing some weight training at uni, um, and I just really, really enjoyed this. And I kind of dabbled in and out of it, never did anything really serious. But one of the SNC coaches actually helped me and wrote me like a kind of like my first taste of bodybuilding, if you like. So he wrote me a session plan that was like an upper lower session plan. So I did two upper and two lower body sessions per week. And that's really what got me into the training side of things. So by this point, I would have been like maybe 19 years old. 
Um, so yeah, that got me into the weight training essentially. That's how I find found weight training through swimming and then through the swimming team at uni, which then progressed to adding in some weight training to support the swimming side of things. So the the swimming at the start actually led me, I guess, to like where I am today in terms of the bodybuilding side of things. So we're swimming through uni, got into a little bit of weight training, and from there I began teaching some classes. So actually, no, let's get back a little bit. I actually started going to a boot camp down the road. So when I was at uni, when I first started getting into the strength side of things, I was very into like circuit training, um, HIIT training. And this was a time where I started following people on Instagram as well. So I would follow girls. Um, the, the One of the first girls I followed was like Zana Van Dyke, the Food Manic, um, those sorts of people. Um, I don't know if anyone remembers them or not, but they were the sort of girls that I followed right back in the day. So this would have been like maybe six years ago now um seven years ago maybe that I started following people like this and I was doing like circuit training in the gym loads and loads of cardio training um and this is when I started looking a little bit more into the food side of things as well um and just trying to look at improving what I was eating and just gaining more knowledge because at this point I had absolutely no clue yeah I had no clue what I was doing I'd never had a coach um I'd come from swimming where there was very little education around nutrition and I just wanted to feel better in myself okay I wanted to see some progress um and I got really really into cardio circuit training um HIIT training I was going at one point to the gym every day and doing like HIIT classes so I got really into that and I got really into the nutrition side of things but I think because I'd not come from a place where I was being guided I was just you know following stuff on Instagram and doing what I thought needed to be done I think it got to a point where and I'm not entirely sure how it got to this point, but it got to the point where it became a little bit kind of like obsessive and just a little bit, you know, it just, it got to the point basically where I didn't have the best relationship with food. Um, and I will talk about this a little bit more in another podcast because I have a really solid relationship with food now and it's taken in the past, it's taken a lot of work to get me to the point that I am today with my relationship with food. But I essentially struggled quite a lot with binge eating um and I would I would get to the point where I'd wait till everyone had gone out and and I would sit in the kitchen and I would just eat like thousands and thousands of calories worth of food and I think this just came from following a lot of people on Instagram not really having guidance myself and you know just it just became really like consuming for me at the time so yeah I I was I was doing a lot of hit I was doing a lot of cardio I was I didn't have a very good relationship with food and I didn't have the best confidence at this point. And I actually started going to a boot camp down the road. It was like a boutique boot camp type thing. Um, and I started going to their classes. I would get up before uni and go and do their classes. And then the manager there at the time actually spoke to me and asked me if I wanted to start teaching there. And this was kind of like my route into PT, I guess. This is the start of where I got to today. So I started teaching at this gym. Obviously, I got my qualifications first and started PTing, basically. Um, it was like group, um, like a group bootcamp class. So I started teaching these classes at the gym. And I would do, at one point, I was at uni and I was teaching 20 hours of classes a week. So it was pretty intense. And then looking back, I don't know why I did this, but I actually also got a job um, 
in my second year at uni. So yeah, I got, I, I was in my second year of uni and I actually started lifeguarding at a Virgin Active. So at this point I was lifeguarding and I was also teaching tribe classes. Um, and then eventually I moved up onto the gym floor at Virgin and began doing a little bit of, of fitness class teaching and also eventually some PTing at Virgin. So at this point I was at uni, I was still swimming a little bit. I was teaching tribe classes at a boot camp and I was also teaching at Virgin Active. So I was doing a lot at this point. Um, and yeah, so it was it was a lot going on, you know, and I eventually got to the point where um, after uni, I I kind of just transitioned into, into PT. So this is essentially how I got into personal training. I I was teaching classes and it just like you know, it just happened. And I never really planned this. I never woke up one day and was like, yeah, I want to become a personal trainer. I want to help people. I want to become an online coach. Like I never went through that thought process. It just happened. And honestly, if you'd have asked me what I wanted to do when I was like 19, 20 years old at uni, I would have said, I've got absolutely no idea. I like training. I'm really interested in nutrition. I love teaching the classes, but you know, I I don't know. I had no clue what, what I wanted to do. So it just, it just, I just fell into it essentially. I was teaching the classes at this boot camp, and then people would start asking me, "Ah, oh, do you do any one-to-one stuff? Like, can can you train me?" And from there, I started PTing at a local gym. Um, and this was at the point now when I was finishing uni, and I just transitioned over. So from finishing uni, I would start doing a little bit of PT, and I was also teaching some classes. So that was like my first full-time job as such. So I've never actually had like a quote unquote a normal job, like a nine five job. Obviously, I've done like waitressing and lifeguarding when I was younger, but I've never sat down and had an actual job where I've been properly employed. Um, from uni, I went straight into basically running my own business. So I had literally no experience at this point. Apart from teaching the classes, I had no business experience, never studied business, never read any books on business. So I just was thrown straight in at the deep end here. Um, but this for me was a huge, huge learning curve. I learned so much within that first, you know, one year when I was working at that gym um, and, and training clients. Um, I learned so much. And you know what is amazing? Some of the some of the women that I met doing that doing that first boot camp and teaching those classes and also PTing at that first gym, I still have as clients today, which is absolutely incredible. Obviously, like people come and go and some of them have gone and then come back again. But that for me was a massive, a massive thing because I met so many people in that area in Sheffield at the time. I met so many people um, and worked at a few different gyms around the Sheffield area and just managed to, you know, get my name out there a little bit. And I felt like that set me up so, so well for the future and later down the line. So that is essentially how I got into personal training. So We'll go forward onto the online thing a little bit more now, but something that I wanted to talk through a bit is the traveling side of things. So this is something I have always been massively, massively interested in. And when I was at uni, I actually did quite a lot of traveling and something that actually not many people know when I was, when I was nine, so when I was younger, my dad actually got a job in New Zealand and we all moved to New Zealand um uprooted left and lived in New Zealand and it was only I think it ended up being like maybe four or five months total 
Um, and it, this was meant to be like a long term change. Like the furniture was on the boat going to New Zealand. Um, so I actually spent a little bit of time traveling when I was younger. Um, and we always did a lot of stuff as well. We always like went on holidays and, you know, all that sort of stuff. So when I was in my first year at uni, I actually did Camp America, which was this, you, I don't know if you've ever heard of this before, but it's where you essentially go abroad to America and you work in a summer camp. So I was there, I was looking after like groups of kids. Um, I was lifeguarding and it was such an amazing experience. And I feel like pushing myself and doing these things and when I'm saying I flew to America, I literally was 19 years old and I got on a plane. My dad dropped me off at Heathrow Airport and I literally got on a plane, flew to Seattle on the west coast of America and then got on a seaplane to this island off Seattle, which didn't have any electricity apart from in the main building. And I stayed there. I didn't know anyone. I stayed there for four months by myself and worked in America. So <laughs> I feel like from that point, I'd I just like went for things. I just pushed myself and went for things. And I feel like that's really helped me with where I am today. Um, with that mindset of, you know, really you can do these things. If you push if you push yourself to do them and you take yourself out of your comfort zone, you can really achieve some incredible things. And I feel like these experiences are so eye-opening as well. And I'm now in the mindset of, you know, just go for it. It will work out. It will be okay. You've got to put yourself in those situations to be able to grow and to be able to learn and to become better. Because otherwise, if if I just stay in my comfort zone all the time, I'm never going to have the opportunity to grow and I'm never going to have the opportunity to learn. And I'm not going to know what happens. And for me, I just, I just think that mindset helps so much. Actually just going for it. Like always ask yourself, like, what is the worst thing that's going to happen? What, you know, what, if, if something did go wrong, like what would be the worst thing that could happen? And most of the time, it's not as bad as you think it's going to be. So yeah, I went to Camp America and then I actually, the following year, did a month of traveling around Thailand and Bali. Um, and we also, I went with a friend and we volunteered in a school as well in Thailand, um, which was a really, really cool experience. So yeah, there's been there's been a lot of a lot of good stuff and maybe in the future I'll do a travel related podcast. Um but essentially I I got into uni and I was doing all these sorts of things and I feel like that really at that point I was like I want to do more of this in my life. Like this is really really important to me to be able to push myself, to be able to experience new things. And I think at this point I was just a little bit terrified and I always said this to my my mum as well growing up and I was terrified of living like a quote-unquote normal life like that just really was something that I did not want the idea of getting up and you know going to work and doing my job and then coming home and sitting and watching tv and then repeating that and don't get me wrong there's nothing wrong with that and some people are perfectly happy with that and that is absolutely fine but for me having that life of just doing that day in day out it terrified me so I think me putting myself in these different experiences and traveling and seeing new things and you know getting into the bodybuilding and working towards getting on stage and setting up my own business like these were all things to me that challenged me and were new experiences and made me feel like I was doing something more um and that to me that those experiences and that feeling of pushing myself and achieving things that are maybe a little bit different that is what drives me and that is what keeps me going that feeling of progression and 
to me, the thing that, that scares me the most is not progressing, is being stuck in that same place and not having new experiences, not pushing myself out of my comfort zone, not doing things that are maybe a little bit scary. Because for me, if I, if I do something, right, and I, it doesn't go how I planned, at least then I've learned something from it and I can apply that in the future. And to me, like, I do not want to be in the same place year on year. Like, I want to be better and I want to have learned something new and I want to have tried something more. And I think that, for me, was why I got into the business side of things and, you know, started PTing rather than just going into, like, uh, applying for a job and going for a job. Um, that never even crossed my mind. Like, it just, it just didn't. I just... I just happened to fall into PT and start doing the coaching and it went from there really. So I think growing up and putting myself in these situations throughout uni and going on all these trips and experiences, I think that really helped me because when I got to the point of setting up my own business, I was like, well, just go for it. Like, what's the worst that can happen? You've done things like this before, you know, it's it will be a good experience. And I had nothing to lose at this point, you know. I was living in student housing in Sheffield, like no no mortgage or anything like that. Um, so yeah, I just went for that essentially. So let's fast forward a little bit more because I feel like a lot has happened since that point of me living in Sheffield. I'm no longer living in Sheffield anymore, but since that point of living in Sheffield, a lot has happened and a lot has changed. So I got into a little bit of a rut. Okay. So a couple of years after I'd been PTing, I'd moved around a couple of different gyms, um, just to try and improve things from a business perspective, not because anything went wrong, but I ended up PTing at a pure gym and I absolutely loved it there. You know, it was a really nice gym. Um, I was doing really well from a business perspective, but I got in a little bit of a rut. And I think that thing had started to happen that I just spoke about in terms of, I felt like I was just a little bit stuck and I wasn't really progressing how I wanted to progress. And it was at this point that I actually found Ben. So Ben is a photographer who actually did my most recent group shoot um, just gone in December last year with my clients. But Ben is a photographer and I came across Ben from a couple of girls that I followed on Instagram at the time. One of these girls I'm actually good friends with now. She is a online coach and we have catch-up calls quite regularly. But at this point, I would... Um, you know, I would just look at her account and look at, you know, their lives and think, oh, it just, it just, you know, what they're doing looks so amazing. They were shooting with this photographer and they were like putting themselves out there. Um, and I started delving into, you know, Ben's, Ben's profile and Ben's page. And I actually, one day I thought, you know what, this thing happened again. This thing that I keep talking about where I'm like, just go for it. What's the worst that can happen? Um, and there'll be quite a lot of these that come up along along the podcast journey as well. So I actually booked a shoot with Ben, spur of the moment, and this was not a normal shoot. This was a five-day or four-day trip to Portugal with a bunch of girls that I'd never met to go and do a photo shoot abroad. I thought, you know what, this is going to be fun. I need a bit of a break. I want to do something that is going to push me, that is going to challenge me. So I got on the plane and I flew to Portugal and... I was in a villa on the back of a golf course in this incredible villa and it was the best, best experience ever. It was an amazing group of girls and this for me was like the turning point because this was eye-opening because sometimes, right, you get stuck in a rut, don't you? And I was working at this gym, I was getting up at 4am, I was starting work at maybe 5, half 5 in the morning um, I was working through the day and I was working till like nine at night, 10 at night. There were late nights some nights. Um, and 
this just opened my eyes to what was actually possible. So there was, there was another girl there who at the time was a full-time online coach. And if you've ever met Ben, you'll know this, but he's one of those people where he just, he really is an uplifting person to be around and he makes you feel really inspired and actually just puts thoughts in your head what you wouldn't have yourself ordinarily. So after speaking to Ben, after speaking to this other girl who was on the trip, it just really opened my eyes and made me think, actually, you know what, like you could you could change this, you could push yourself again and you could, you know, you could do this, you could do this to your life and become that person that you want to be. So I got back from this trip from Portugal and at this point I had been introduced by Ben to a business coach who I'm still working with today. So this has been a guy I've been working with now for, you know, three years, pretty much. And it was at that point that I made the decision in my head. I was like, I'm going to go for this. Like, I'm going to really push this. I'm going to work as hard as I possibly can. And I'm going to try and really make something of this because I love the PT and I absolutely loved helping other girls. And I felt like I'd just kind of fallen into this and just really found something that I was so passionate about. But this for me was the next challenge. This was the next thing that I wanted to achieve. So I got back from this Portugal trip and thought, right, okay, I'm going to really, really go for this. And over that next time frame, I just really put everything that I could into this um, and tried to really, really grow the business as much as I could and, you know, really, really just push it and put my all into it. So I started working towards these goals that I'd set myself you know, growing my business, being able to help more girls, being able to really have a bigger impact on people's lives. And I'm going to actually do a separate podcast on this in terms of talking through, you know, how from a business perspective, I've, I've got to this point. Um, but it was just so amazing going through that whole process and going from being someone that was a little bit lacking confidence, um, you know, a bit of self-doubt to actually proving to myself that I could achieve these things and essentially the lockdown um that we are all (laughs) too familiar with happened and I actually said to myself okay right I'm gonna I'm gonna do it I'm gonna move fully online I'm gonna leave the gym in April this was April 2020 and I'd set that goal for myself I was like okay I'm gonna do this this is the point I was kind of at a point where I could potentially go for it um and I thought right I'm gonna do it and then just before April I think it was like the end of March we went into a lockdown so I was essentially forced into moving my whole business online and in hindsight I kind of think and I'm one of these people that is like everything happens for a reason you know there's everything happens for a reason and there's always a positive to come out of every single situation so I was like this is fate this is meant to be like this has just happened at the exact time that I was planning it to um so yeah that essentially forced me to move my business online and I've been online ever since then so it's been like the best part of two years now obviously PTing for a long time before um but that I just found that so so bizarre in terms of the timing and how I'd planned it um and since then there's been like you know, business trips to Dubai and all these experiences that I honestly just never would have thought that someone like me would have been doing. And I think it just really goes to show, like looking back at everything, these opportunities, these times where I've really taken the plunge with things and just gone for it have led to some of the best things happening and have led to me growing and developing and actually becoming better and 
leveling up and every time you push that self you push yourself that little bit more it will force you to level up and it will force you to you know have to learn new things and have to learn new skills and become better at doing certain things and I honestly think that has what has given me the confidence over time because I've actually proved to myself that I'm more capable of things than I than I initially thought and obviously everyone has those dreams everyone has those things they want to achieve and I think you know when you start seeing things actually come into fruition and actually work out it really gives you that confidence to carry on taking those risks that are going to push you and take things to the next level so essentially that's how I got to where I am today that's how I got from being this this you know this kid that wasn't really into sport um, and then started swimming to getting really really into fitness and like I said if we skip back a little bit going back to that point where I was really into the the cardio and and I said my relationship with food started to suffer a bit and again I'll do another podcast on the relationship with food stuff because I feel like um this is something that I do want to talk about in more detail and again this is one of the reasons that I wanted to do this podcast to be able to delve into specific areas and really give a proper insight into you know things I've been through and hopefully this can help other people who are going through the same thing as well but at that time I actually started um a competition prep so this was at the point where my relationship with food wasn't very good I just threw myself straight into it and looking back that is probably the worst thing that I could have done because it just made my relationship with food 10 times worse and that was my first experience as such with competing and I didn't make it through the prep so that was the first one and that was when I was at uni so I actually I did my first competition prep in 2018 so this would have been maybe three three and three and a half years ago now roughly um that was my first comp prep and looking back again it was definitely not the right time to prep so I essentially went into a prep without having spent any sort of time actually building a solid base so I went into a comp prep um you know had to absolutely diet myself into the ground to get lean enough to get on that stage because I hadn't set a solid base up before um and again really really struggled with my relationship with food after really really badly um so it took me I would say the best part of maybe one to two years to get that relationship with food back in a solid place again um and yeah obviously since then like everything has been absolutely fine I did a lot a lot of work on getting that back in a good place and like really just focusing on me and being happy and being strong again um and this is something I'll touch on a little bit more later but I have been there I've been in that place where I was really lacking confidence I didn't know what to do in the gym um you know I had a really bad relationship with food and I didn't know what to do to solve that like I've been through that whole process I wasn't someone that was just born into fitness and was really good at it and you know was just naturally where I wanted to be I had those times where I wasn't happy myself and I was lacking confidence and um you know and I had to work on that to get to the place I'm in now where I do feel happy and I do feel confident And the competing journey has definitely not been one that has, you know, gone in a straight line either. Like I said, there's been a couple of negative experiences around that. um, And it's absolutely fine now, otherwise I won't be doing it. Um, But yeah, that first experience was not a good one. So I actually spent a good two years after that building my food up um, and just really working on my relationship with food with a coach who is also one of my best friends now, Danny. Um yeah and we actually did a couple of more photo shoots as well after that um and then went into another prep so this was a prep last year just gone um with my current coach Dan 
Um, and that went through into the British finals, which was last October, so October 2021. And I cannot believe I'm saying this, but I actually won the British finals. Um, yeah, which was absolutely mad. So I think to go from that transition again of really struggling with the competing side of things and having a really um and not very a very negative relationship with food really to to go to that position to prove myself to prove to myself that actually you can do this and you know actually going through that process and being like okay yeah like you're actually fine your relationship with food is in a really good place you've gone through a successful prep um you've achieved this you've done it and I think that for me as well it just gave me that confidence boost after all that time where I really struggled with my relationship with food that to me just was that that thing that I needed to show me that actually yeah you know you can do this and you are capable of doing this um so the competing journey has not been a straight line journey and the last prep that I did was definitely the most successful prep by far the most successful dieting phase by far so I'm going to go into that as well in a little bit more detail in the future but essentially yeah that was my that was my second time competing and there's been a few photo shoots dotted around as well which have been so much fun um but that has just has just come to an end so I'm in a position now where I am you know I'm just actually starting prep again this time for the universe which is in May so I'll chat a little bit more about that as well and the whole prep process and this is something that I'm also going to be documenting on my YouTube as well so that's all documented week to week leading up to the universe in May and I'm really really excited to share all of this as well but essentially I just wanted to to kind of have somewhere where I can talk about all of these things where I can talk about my experiences with competing with improving relationship with foods with pushing yourself within life within business challenging your own mindset and actually putting yourself in positions that are going to cause you to level up and actually become better in all aspects of your life and I think me having gone through that process like it is so possible to literally transform your life your life, your mindset, the way that you think about yourself, your confidence, how positive you are. Um, It's so possible to change all of that. And I hope that by talking through some of my experiences and some of the things that I've done and I've been through, I can hopefully translate that across and share some knowledge on it and also help out other people as well. So I'm really, really excited to probably get going with this. This is just a little bit of an intro into my background and where I've come from. But there's going to be a lot more and I've got some really exciting guests that are going to be on as well to help talk through these aspects in a lot more detail. So that is going to wrap up the very first episode. But thank you so much for joining me, guys. And I will be back soon with episode number two.